Eagles Entertainment. On Friday, December 31st, head coach Nick Sirianni spoke to the media. And Nick, after watching Jalen Hurts play with some limited mobility over the last couple weeks, do you think there are some lessons he can take from those games? Um, yeah, I think any any game you play in, you're, there's going to be lessons that you learn. Um, and, and, and you know, just depending on it, – it, and I don't think that depends on, you know, your – limitations or whatever it is like it, no matter if you played a really good game played a really bad game you, you're always going to learn so um I, you know and that's our mindset of how we can take each tape that we play uh, each game that we play each practice that we have each walkthrough that we have and how we get better from that and so I don't want to I don't and that's just Jalen's mindset that's our mindset as a team and and that's what we're striving to do uh, each and every week go ahead Martin and then Josh hey Nick happy new year um happy new year with the possibility of you guys clinching a playoff spot, if you guys win and a couple other things happen, I mean, do you have to talk to your, your guys about, you know, keeping focus on Washington, not thinking ahead to all those kind of possibilities or they pretty much already know that anyway? They, they know that, but uh, you know, my job as a coach is to remind them of things that sometimes are very obvious. Right. And so um, every scenario um, that I'm being told that we have to clinch a playoff spot, you know, and so like, you know, when, when I first, you know, heard about it, it was every scenario like, okay, if this happens and this happens and this happens, we're in. All right, what else? If this happens and this happens and this happens, we're also in. Right. But every one of those things requires us winning. And that's all we can control. And so that's been my message all week. That's been the player that's been our leaders on our team's message all week. And we're we're doing everything we can do to go one and this week. Uh by the way we practiced all week, by the way we walked through this week, and by the way we uh studied and taped this week. Go ahead, Josh, and then Ed. Hi, Nick, and an off-field uh, question for you. With Connect being one of your, your uh, main core values, I, I wanted to gather your thoughts on the uh, uh, importance and how you view the uh, Social Justice uh, Leadership Council and the, the issues that they address. Yeah, you know, as, as players and as coaches, we have such a huge platform to inspire change uh, in our world and our communities and I'm just I'm just so happy that our guys are involved, and and we have so much so many so many people in this organization involved, and so many players and coaches involved. And I think that just shows you about our team of about how they connect with each other and how they look to connect with our communities and make and make it a better place. So just so excited uh, for our guys um, that they're uh, that they're involved in 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 that. Go ahead, Ed, and then Bo. Yeah, hi, Nick. Um, just to ask you about uh, you have a pretty clean injury report, except for Jordan Howard. Uh, I just wonder what his status is, and then also how has Carryon Johnson uh, returned to the fold here? How has he looked this week? Yeah, uh, Jordan's questionable, um, you know, and and we'll we obviously don't have to make that decision yet. We don't have to, uh, you know, he's still got two more days to to get better, and so he's questionable right now. Uh, carry on had a good week uh, you know we, again I think somebody asked me this earlier in the week just he knows the he knows the offense uh, he did he did some really good things um, when he was here in the in the off season, and so we have confidence in him if, if his number is called go ahead Bo and then Rob Kessner Hey, Nick, uh, without getting ahead of ourselves, have you given thought, I guess, big picture, what, what your philosophy would be if you have clinched the, ahead of, of week 18, what you would do with your starters? 
Not even a little bit, Bo. Uh, you're getting ahead of ourselves. Uh, so uh, I'm not there. I'll let uh, you know everybody else think about that. Again, like I said, only thing that matters is Washington. Only thing that matters is was our preparation today, and we're going to go up there and have a meeting with Jalen. Um, like we do every Friday, that meeting's the the next step, the walkthrough and the meetings tomorrow, and then the the game against Washington. That's all I care about. That's all I'm thinking about. I'll have plenty of time next week to think about other scenarios. Rob and then Jeff McLean. If your team is rushing uh, number one in the NFL in rushing right now, uh, and when we ask the offensive linemen about why, they always seem to reference Stout, and they talk about the standard that he that he demands. What is that standard? Yeah, it's just it's just uh, the technique. You know, first of all, we do everything we can do to put him in a position to succeed. That's our job as coaches to put him in a position to succeed. Now, that doesn't mean you're going to always have the perfect play every time, but our job as coaches is put him in a position to succeed, and then and then coach uh, the heck out of the details of technique and fundamentals of how we're, how that how we succeed within each play uh, and then it goes down you know and then it goes down to the uh, over to the players of how they they execute that play and how they execute the unknowns and so yeah obviously a ton of credit goes to stout because he is uh, you know he's helping come up with the, the and he's really uh, really one of the the main guys um, to come up with the run plan because he uh, this guy understands angles of the offensive line better than anyone I've ever been around and, and to help put these guys in a good position. And then he's just such a technician, and that's what you want out of your coaches. You want you want guys that um, are – you know, can get the guys better fundamentally, and then know how to to help them succeed by by putting them in the right positions. And that's what that's all you can ask for in a coach. Um, and then it goes down to they go over to our guys. The you know they got to be the ones that go out there and execute, all right, and, and have their bodies execute it. And all with the talent that we have on the offensive line, led by Jason Kelsey and Lane Johnson. You know, with the talent that we have, right? That that you're always going to look like a better coach when you have talented players. Um, like we do on the offensive line. So they're the ones out there executing it. We do our part uh, of, of, of helping them, and then they go out and they execute that. You know, And so the execution, that's the, that's the biggest part. And I know those guys love Stout. Uh, you know, they love them, and, and that's a big part of it too because you're always willing to, to go a little bit further for the guys that you love, and that's why connecting is so important to us as an organization. Jeff McLean and then Mike K. Nick, how has uh, Kenny Gainwell handled um, any adversity he's faced this year, you know, being inactive, maybe dropping down on the depth chart, uh, some of the turnovers that he's had, et cetera? You know what? This is a guy that I think I feel like he's unfazed. Um, you know, he's he's able to put behind him things that have, you know, bad things that have happened and good things that have happened and just work on getting better. Um, you know, after – I want to say after uh, I think after the he was inactive, he, you know, I remember him coming up to me and saying, "Anything I can do uh, to help this team, I'm here." And 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 that's you know you you, you just admire that in guys that even through a, a bad uh, uh, a difficult time, you know, where you know where he's inactive, he's still willing to do anything he needs to do to help the team. He's still willing to do anything he needs to do to get himself better so he can help the team. And I just think. Uh, that's the type of uh, high character guys that reach their ceiling. I, I always, I really truly believe that. I think you guys have heard me say that before. Guys, um, guys that love football, that are tough, 
and that have high character, they're 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 going to reach their ceiling as football players. Now, there's other things that that um, you know contribute to potentially you not reaching your ceiling, but those are those are the guys in my past that have reached their ceiling as football players, and I have no no doubt that that Kenny Gainwell will will be able to do that uh, here as an Eagle. Go ahead, Mike Kay, and then Howard. Hey, Nick. Uh, Happy New Year. Um, with, with the quarterbacks being isolated, <clears throat> excuse me. What have you learned about yourself about about yourself coaching virtually uh, that maybe you, you kind of didn't you know it didn't click with you when you're coaching in person? I guess it, it, obviously there's advantages and disadvantages to both. But what have you learned about yourself as a coach in coaching uh, from a digital standpoint? Uh, that my jokes might not be as funny as I thought they are, you know, when I'm coaching. Uh, you can't hear, you can't, you get no response. And it puts you in a little bit of a, when you, when you make a joke, when you're coaching to kind of, to, uh, you know, you can't just be all boom all the time. You gotta, you gotta throw some jokes in there. You gotta do some things there to keep their attention. And sometimes I don't get the laughs I, I want. Um, but in all seriousness, um, we, we had to, what I learned last year, cause I think, you know, I'm just convinced. Last year, when we were with the Colts, we 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 did it better than everybody else. We 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 knew there was a challenge of being virtual, and we fought like crazy to to find different ways to make sure we kept them engaged uh, when there's so many distractions um, that that are you know that are present when you're virtual, right? And when, and when you're when you're virtual, there's there's distractions, right? I mean, I mean, my kids are running downstairs at times, and now we're not at home this time, but. You, you just find different ways to make sure you're keeping them engaged, and uh, you know. So we we took some of the experiences that we had last year, um, and we and we used it here. So um, you know, a lot of that learning w- was done last year, and uh, and so that that's yeah. That hopefully I answered your question there, there, Mike, as best as I could. Go ahead, Howard, and then Mike Garofolo. Nick uh, Lamar Jackson uh, is appears to be hurt again this week. Uh, Kyler Murray's been hurt. Uh, Jalen Hurts has been hurt. Running quarterbacks. Do you, with these things that happen, rethink a little bit the way you call your offense to protect your quarterback more when you see what happens with running quarterbacks? Yeah, Howard, that's a great question. Um, I think you always, because he's your quarterback, you always want to protect your quarterback. Now that doesn't mean you don't you don't run them, but it, you do some different things, and and you know we do some different things to make sure that he's led in protection, right? Led in like I don't know how to say it, but like you know where he's not taking the hits. Um, first of all, Jalen does know how to not how to not take a hit. Uh, he he knows how to 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 not put his body at harm. Um, and then we do our best, and we've, and this is from day one of making sure that he understands we we don't want him to fight for for some unnecessary things, and that we're going to do our best to help uh, make sure we protect it by the way we block things. Um, and again, I think if I go too much more into that, Howard, I think I'm uh, I'm think it's a uh, it, it takes a little bit of a competitive advantage away. I'd, I'd love to share it with you guys at a different time, um, but. We're always thinking that of of how we pro, how we protect uh, Jalen because you know he's our starting quarterback. So you don't just aimlessly throw him out there and say, you know, 
you know, run and, and take these hits because we know like it's a it's a physical game and you just don't want that to happen. So um, it's always been on our a front of our mind, um, you know, regardless of what's happened in the NFL uh, throughout this year or what's happened to Jalen. We just want to protect him, uh, you know, because he's our starting quarterback. Thanks. Good luck and happy new year. Thanks, Howard. You too. Go ahead, Mike. Mike and then Jeff Kowarski. Hey, Nick. Uh, I've had a few games down there this year. The uh, road team's fans tend to be a little bit louder, and certainly you guys are closer than any of the other teams that have been down there. Do you, do you kind of talk to your guys about, you know, hey, let's let's get a jump here and almost treat this like a home game, use the, the noise to our advantage, particularly defensively? Yeah, I think you always, you obviously always want to start fast, as we as we all know. You know, you want to you want to have the lead, and you want to you want to play from ahead. Uh, what I value about our fan base is that you know, the, the from game one in Atlanta, right? We had a huge supporting uh, cast there, and it just seems like it's been like that each and every week. Like there was a bar outside of Denver that when I was with San Diego. Uh, when I was with the Chargers, I would drive by that bar, and you know, it, you know, it's just, just this little bar right out in front of the stadium, and I would see all the Bronco fans. I saw this whole thing was green when we played at Denver, um, and so our fans just do a great job of traveling and 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 really do a great job of just being in a stadium and taking it over. You know, I there's this I I can't I will never forget this clip that after our Atlanta game that somebody sent me of. Um, Bow Wow, the rapper Bow Wow, complaining the sense that that when he was in Atlanta, he's an Atlanta fan, right? And I know he's from Columbus, so I'm surprised he's not a Cleveland uh, fan or, or a Bengal fan. But of him complaining, like, what the heck? This is our home. This is our home opener, and and I'm hearing Meek Mill play in the background. This is crazy, and we just laughed. We had a great time with that. But it just shows you that there's Eagle fans everywhere. Like, if there's tickets left, I don't know. Like, I don't have any family members coming in this game. All right? But if there's tickets left, uh, I know our fans in it are, are scooping those things up and, and getting it down there uh, to make this drive down there. And if and if there still are tickets left, fans, I encourage you to go get those tickets, scoop them up, and let's – let's. I want to hear the E-A-G-L-E-S Eagles after touchdowns down there. I, I can't wait. Um because I and I just I mean I hope you guys hearing in my voice how passionate I am about our fan base and just how you know you I think when early in the year Mike people were asking me like are you are you you guys are winning on the road more and you're winning at home well when we were on the road at times it was like it felt like we were at home and so um, again just can't say enough about our fans and how passionate they are and how you know how excited I, I am that um, and our team is when we see um, and hear them at away games. We have time for two more, so go ahead, Jeff, and then John. Uh, hey, Coach. Um, you talked about being in a position to clinch, obviously, this weekend. When you guys got off to that rough start. I didn't talk I about that. Positive. You guys talked about that. Okay. All right. I'll <laughs> talk about it. When you guys got off to that rough start, um, and I know you're positive, but did you have moments where you were even losing faith? And how did you keep the faith, keep believing, and also make sure your team believed that you would be in this position with two games to go and be in a position to clinch a playoff spot? I think when you look at something as a whole or you think about the past, like if you're not a process-oriented uh, or oriented team where – you just care about the process, the results can, you know, really mess with you. And if you're thinking too far down the road, if you're thinking too far back, 
right? That, that can mess with you because, you know, your goal is to get better every day. And when you get better every day, when you grow every day, right, eventually good things will happen. And so that's just been my philosophy for, you know, for some time. Um, and, and obviously I was able to be a part of, of that in Indianapolis. And I know that that's, that's Frank's philosophy as well of just come to work every single day and get better. And, and there, there's going to be times of adversity where people are telling you you stink. And there's going to be times of triumph where people are telling you you can't do anything wrong. So your job in all of that is to not ride the wave of the season. Your job in all of that is how you do the things you need to do to get a little bit better every day, right? So you're put yourself in position to go one and zero that week. And like I said, it's it's okay that you got you guys know that I'm going to say that by this point, right? And like I said, to, like I say to our players sometimes, it's okay that you know what was about to come out of my mouth. It's okay that you know I'm going to say this right here. In fact, I think that's good coaching, right? So I know you guys. When you ask me a question like that, you know you're going, what you're going to hear from me. So I think that's good coaching. All I all I think about right is how we get a little bit better each day. That's all I want our players to think about, and and that will help you get through times of triumph. That will help you get through times of tribulations. Did you ever lose faith? Never. Good luck. Thank you. Last one here with John. Hey, Nick. Happy New Year. Last question of uh, 2021 for you. You got uh, it, John. This is it. Better be yeah, a good one. There's a lot of stuff. Uh, the running game, because there's a little bit of uncertainty at running back. Miles is out. Obviously, Jordan, you mentioned, is questionable. When Miles was out the first time, what did you kind of learn about the backs and how much did things change or is it just next man up? We're good at this. We're just going to run the football. Yeah. You know, again, I always think it starts up front. That's not taking anything away from our, our backs, but it always starts up front and we know what type of up front we have. Um, and then it's just, then you go into, you know, the, the type of um, depth that we have at back to be able to lose a caliber player of, of like Miles Sanders and be able to come in and, and those guys, you know, with Boston and with Jordan and with Kenny to be able to rush the way that we did when we, when we lost them. I mean, that speaks to the depth that Howie and his staff have put together here. And so that's what you, that's what you, you know, you love as coaches that, that I don't want to say again, you know, that you, the next man up mentality. Well, you can only do the next man up mentality as if, as if, and we always will live that way, but like, you know, you 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 got to have players in the in behind them that are are ready to go and are talented, and that's what we have. Um, I think somebody sent me something the other day of, you know, you could wake up and and I thought it was really cool, and it was it said it was about Boston Scott and like, you could wake up. I think I want to say Merrill said it. I, I I can't remember exactly because somebody sent it to me and I don't remember. So I apologize, Merrill, if this was you, and I'm not giving you the the credit you deserve, but you could wake up Boston Scott in the middle of the night, lead him to the stadium and he'd be re- and he'd be, and there'd be a game going on and he'd be ready to go. I love that about players. I absolutely love that about our players and in Boston and Boston Scott, uh, you know, in particular. And so they're ready to go. They prepare uh, like they're the guy each week and, you know, credit to Jamal Singleton, his, his position coach, to prepare him like he's the guy each week. And the, and the players, Boston and Jordan and Kenny, like they're the guy each week. 
um, and credit to the players uh, for, you know, preparing themselves like they're the guy each week. And so uh, unbelievable depth uh, by Howie and his staff, unbelievable offensive line, um, and then just unbelievable character guys that are that have talent behind Miles. Uh, and so a lot of credit to, to go around for why we were able to to do the things we did when Miles got hurt the first time, and we're looking to duplicate that this time around. Happy New Year, everybody. Coach, we're actually going to take one more break. Of course. I'm back, Sorry, guys. Coach. Not the last, last question, question in 2021. <laughs> Sorry, hey, John. Sorry, Nick, I, my last question. Zach's got to get in. He ruined it all. Come Nick, on, I Zach. Appreciate you. I appreciate it. Uh, we've asked you about uh, the growth of a lot of these players this year and, and this past week. Where would you say you've grown the most in your first year as head coach? Um, You know, just – just as a leader, I mean, I think again, if you come in, if you come in each day and you and you want to get better at your job and you want to get a little bit better each day, um, you know, that's my main job uh, is is that, and then to be in charge of the offense. But you know, just as a leader, just to, I feel like I've gotten better at that uh, each day. Um, and again, I've had good um, leaders to learn from. Uh, you know, with my college coach, with my dad. Uh, with Frank Reich, um, with Larry Karras, Frank Reich, and my, my dad. And so, um, you know, I, I had a good – and my brothers. And I, so I had a good background in, in doing that um, because I've just been around really good leaders. Um, but, you know, you don't – you don't you, you have all those things in your, your pocket uh, of the what you've learned, but you've never done it yourself. And so there had to be growing there, and, I, and that's where – I guess that's where I, where I have – uh, I feel like I've grown, and so, uh, but always want to be, you know, leading in that way. As far as if I want the guys to get a little bit better every, every day, I got to get a little bit better every day, and so uh, hopefully they see that, and because uh, I, I felt that uh, throughout the year. Nick, did you see Bill Belichick get asked about his New Year's resolution after his loss the other night, other day? And uh, I'm trumping, I'm, I'm jumping in here to get the last question. <laughs> but uh, what's your New Year's resolution, man? <laughs> Actually, he was asked. He was asked about it again today by the same person. Get out! Uh, uh, Get out! I, I, well, I, you I, know I, what? I'll tell you this. My, I never have had a New Year's resolution because, like, you got to think of how we think as football coaches. I know tonight's New Year's Eve, but I, we, I got to work tomorrow. I'm not staying up till midnight unless the Michigan Georgia game's still going on, right? And so our new our resolutions don't usually start like. As a football coach, our resolutions don't normally start until right the season's over. So I'll think about it then. Uh, I'm heavy right now, so I'm assuming at some point, uh, you know, I'm I'm probably 10, 15 pounds overweight right now. So at some point, it's going to be something like that. But that doesn't go into effect until uh, after season. And I really got to think that way because I got the Jersey Shore right here. It's so close in proximity. I got to make sure I lose a little bit of weight before that. <laughs> All right, All right, thanks thanks a lot. for the time, Carl. Thanks, everybody. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.